It's the Cigarette Sandwich Mini Sketch Comedy Podcast. Coming up, the crew talks about a thing, then there's a sketch. OMG, it's so mini. Hello, everyone. Oh my gosh, it is exactly what we said it is. It is a mini episode of the Cigarette Sandwich Sketch Comedy Podcast, meaning you're only getting a tiny portion of the people that are usually at the show so recording many. this. It's so many. It's just me and Bill, and we're both small now. Yeah, we're the two smallest members of the group, actually. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to be playing a talking segment that you've never heard. Oh my gosh. Uh, I believe the one that I'll be show- playing for you is a little conversation we had with Tim Lamp here. Check him out at Totally Tim Lowell. Is that it? What is yeah, it? Yeah, Totally Tim Lowell. He's streaming under the Totally Tim Lowell now. The Totally Tim Lowell handle now. Yeah, if you listen to the episode, he was threatening to stream. Now the threat is reality. Yeah. Streams almost every night. And... um. Is this the conversation about physical comedy that we had? Yeah, we had a little chat about physical comedy. Didn't have time to include it now. Now we've got all the time in the world, but not all the time in the world. That's a lie because it's a mini episode. So it's just going to be that and then a sketch and I won't pooch the sketch. No pitches this week. Tim talking straight into sketch without Tim. (laughs) No pitching, no pooching. Yeah. Just Case having to leave in about 10 minutes Mm -hmm. for some. Mini. Thing. Mini amount of time yeah. for a mini amount of sketch. Okay, let's freaking do this. Let's do this, guys. Another thing we like to do here at the podcast, TM, is talk about sketches, particularly ones uh, that maybe our guest and or longtime teammate have found particularly, not necessarily formative, but maybe they just think about that sketch fairly often, or they've been thinking about it recently because they saw it recently. So uh, let me throw that question out to you. Are there any sketches that either kind of stick out to you as something that like you remember from being a kid or getting you into comedy or just something that you've seen recently that you've been thinking about? Yes. Um, first of all, I love this question because we all see all kind of content on line on the internet you know you're like all these little funny videos and sketches and things you've never seen and a couple of years ago i stumbled on this sketch that is so funny to me and that no one i've shown it to has ever seen it before either it's just some random sketch from the sketch show in living color from 1990 to 1994 which you know it's a full sketch show they have tons of hilarious sketches on there but one in particular is so funny to me called The Juice Weasel. And that's got David Allen Greer and Jim Carrey and, for a second, Marlon Wayans. And it is so funny. It's Jim Carrey being in, like, this insane juice guy. Like, they're, it's like an infomercial where they're trying to uh, sell this juicer. Welcome to Juice Mania, the show that takes a look at the wonderful world of juice. This week, the Juice Weasel. And now, here's your host, Morty Langston. Like David Allen Greer, just the host of the infomercial thing, and he's like, are you guys as excited as I was paid to be here? Are you as excited as I'm being paid to be? And Jim Carrey is like the kind of special guest they bring in who's like super, he's really going to sell the juice weasel. (laughs) And then they like bring him out and he's just like, just his, he's like ultra tanned. Like they've made him super tan and like, he's like an old man wearing a tracksuit, but he's like super fit. Um, And he's like, he he like busts through the wall, tugging a Winnebago. bring out today's host the incredible most amazing guest we've ever had juicy jay cornish 
need a strength. Thank you, Gordy. I took my whole family on long trips like this. Well, uh, wow, man. Where's your family now, Jay? They're all dead. I outlived them all. That's the beauty of the juice, Lisa. Wow, that's incredible. He's just insane. And then he immediately calls Marlon Wayans up to the stage, like from the audience. He's like... You seem like a healthy young man. How old are you? I'm 21. Uh-huh. And then he just <laughs> punches him to the ground, like, for no reason. He's like, 21, huh? Yes. <laughs> He's 21, but I'm still standing. I found the secret of eternal life. I looked into God's eyes, and you know what I saw? The juice weasel. <laughs> I drink juice, and I'm still standing. <laughs> I love violence. <laughs> and that sounded insane, but I truly love violence and sketches. And it... I feel like something I noticed recently is like we tried to do like that handshake one and people thought that Bill slapped me for a second and the audience pulled back so fast. Like they came back, but like they were just like very concerned. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, like I first of all, I don't know anything about like stage combat. And second of all, I think it scares people to imagine that I might be experiencing harm. (laughs) But I would love to be in a fucking like fist fight on stage. I think that would be so funny. See, I bet in an all-female group, they would pull back a lot less. But I do think the yeah. image of, like, you know, Bill and I are, like, have a couple inches on Claire and are sort of hefty dudes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, like, just the, the, the dynamics there, it, we do have to be a little careful sometimes. Which I guess is, not, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's a bad thing in that, like, it'd be nice if we could just execute an idea. Yeah. But... I think it's just something I forget to be aware of sometimes. Tim, this is a sketch. We're talking about a sketch. We'll, we'll get back to Juice Whistle in one second. But since we're on this tangent... <laughs> um, this is a sketch that I pitched on the podcast, but that we did on the live show because it's a visual mm. bit where um, it's a business meeting and the businessman needs to close the deal. Um, everybody's really hoping that the deal is going to get closed. But in order for it to get closed, the two head business people just need to shake hands, but they just mm. can't seem to do it. Like they just can't Fine. make their hands do a handshake. And so um, it's something that I would really want to do with you because of your physical comedy skills. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, when when Claire and I did it, we didn't fully talk through every motion that was going to happen. <laughs> and I, I like slapped her hand, but then her hand went near her face and it and she moved her face so it looked like i slapped her face and the audience was <laughs> oh like oh my god did that guy just slap that woman? no yeah uh, Claire, okay? the show? is that how you remember it Claire? i was i was hurt by bill i was hurt by bill no it was i wanted to get into a fight with bill when we, we were like hitting each other trying to shake hands yeah, maybe we just need to do a sketch to really break down some else here where we Bill and I just perpetrate sketchy violence on Claire. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's safe, but it's definitely playing with like extreme violence on stage. This is 2019. <laughs> it's so funny because I have I, I you know, I was like an athlete my whole life and did comedy my whole life too. So it's like I'm able to move around on stage and do fake punches and there's never any risk, mm-hmm. but definitely not everybody else is in the same camp. Right. And so, like, doing, there's a few sketches we did, like, with Case and stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, and then, you yeah, like, I fall down, that you fall down. <laughs> and then Case would just, like, land on me, like, full body land on me. And it'd yeah. be like, dude, <laughs> you know, yeah. I could not, you know. I'm not the best person like, to uh, uh, suggest, like, a, a combat scene with, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I was going to say, my my Herald team in Chicago, my, my improv team at I.O., um, it was fairly frequent that 
we would the whole the show would just devolve into like a giant brawl. Um, and again, like not everyone you know could control their body, so people everyone's like fake punching each other, and everyone's like flopping all over the stage. And more than once, I got slammed in the face <laughs> by uh, Nate Verone. His oh, elbow God. was like cocked back, like right into my eye, and I had a giant black eye for like oh, the, <laughs> the second half of the show. You know, yeah. I also but, sometimes try to do bits where I like hurt myself or make it look like I hurt myself on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think my size always makes the noises way too extreme and scary. And I'm like, ooh, I need to really pull well, back on that. Well, it's, it's because, like, Case, when you do that, you're like picturing the like video version of what that would be, where you would like actually <laughs> fall and everyone would just see it and be okay with it because it's recorded. But on stage, when you actually fall to make it look real, everyone is scared because it's not pre-recorded. You might have actually hurt yourself. So, like, so that if you watch Tim fall on stage, it's never—he's never actually falling. He does it sort of in slow motion. It looks like sort of regular motion, but it's semi-slow. It's controlled, and he like comes to the ground in a heap. But it's like no one is worried that he actually hurt himself. It, like, <laughs> it's clear that he could then spring up from his yes. slumped heap into a stand, handstand, and then flip-flop out of the room (laughs) that's the key yeah making it look like no matter what kind of damage you take that you could just spring right back up Hmm. and even taking like a pretty big hit like when when um nate elbowed me in the face like i learned this way early on in in comedy and performing and all that stuff is like you never show the audience that Mm -hmm. that like slam or hurt or you know it's like I just pretended like nothing happened because it's like you don't want to give people that concern during the show. It's like just a fun show to watch, you know? So yeah, my style is I fall down. I actually hurt myself. And then I get up and I tell the audience, Oh no, no, I really hurt myself. They hear a giant slam and a snap sound. And you're like, I really, really hurt myself. I've done a bunch of scenes where I fall down and scare the audience, but I've never uh, actually hurt myself. So I guess I may be good at falling down, but (laughs) <laughs> also, definitely not because it's not working <laughs> comedically. No, but we did that handshake sketch the other day, and I did the thing where I like slammed my hand into the wall, and then I fell down immediately. And I was like, "Oops, I just scared half the audience again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. Claire, slow. do you do you uh, phys- do you uh, dabble in the physical comedy? I am so bad at physical comedy. Every year for showcase, <laughs> I challenge myself to write one physical bit, and it's the worst bit, and I cut it from my set. I would love to be better. I love people who are just little jelly people. Also, I've watched, been watching more improv because I teach it now. And like, there's always a couple students in class that are very like, they have a lot of physical energy and it always Mm -hmm. creates a little sense of fear in me. And that's, I'm assuming the audience, because I'm like, and it's probably how I I come off a little bit on stage too. It's just like, man, you are not in control enough of like this wild energy to be performing around people that don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. It's like, it's so funny because people just don't know how to fake it in front of an audience. They just don't have one second of thought about like, oh, I can do this in a way that looks real, but is not going to hurt this person. Like for instance, Andy, the other guy in our group, I remember there was a sketch where I was like, Oh, because we were doing Axe body spray for opponents. That was the the sketch. (laughs) So it was like, it's just Axe body spray, but now you can use it on opponents. And so, um, I was like a mugger or whatever, like coming up to Andy and then he's supposed to spray it. 
and make it look like because you with on stage you can spray it next to my face and it oh, i will no. react and it will look like it's right in my face but he definitely sprayed me in the eyes and mouth for a good amount of <laughs> <No>. time <laughs> where i could not get away because i was trusting him that he would do as we planned and spray near me see i've stepped you know? on tim a few times with my huge lumbering body which is probably worse <laughs> than what andy does but we've andy has also just straight up hit me in a bunch of scenes <laughs> Always do interrogation scenes. I'm just gonna talk trash about Andy because he's not here. Uh, and like we used to do this scene called Sleepy Cop, where I was like uh, the bad criminal, and he was kind of the bad cop, and then Sleepy Cop was also the bad cop. But anyway, he would uh, he'd, like no, he was the Sleepy Cop, <laughs> and he was the Sleepy Cop. But then he, and he would always take a swing at me, and the idea was, you know, he would miss, but he very rarely missed. Several times, he just <laughs> straight up swacked me in the face. Damn, Which I thought weirdly, getting jizzed on was bad. I know, right? Weirdly though, I always kind. Of, it didn't bother me. I was almost like, oh man, this almost makes it more wait, real. Wait, but that doesn't work yeah. in comedy. <laughs> Hang on. I, we just have to address Claire's comment. No, it we don't, Bill. Out of context. No, no. I got jizzed on on stage. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but it was part of a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like the audience thinking we're literally jizzing on Claire on stage. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Maybe they are. a lot of podcasts. And now a sketch comedy thing from Andy Bolduc at a big scientific conference. It's going to be smart, and for sure won't mention buttholes. Is this thing on? Hello? Uh, welcome, fellow scientists, to our annual scientific conference. Um, if you're looking for the keynote speech, you are in the right room. Okay, um, uh, let's get this out of the way. It's not going to get any easier. Um, I would uh, like to just begin by addressing the elephant in the room here. I am not my future self. I'm just regular Professor Murray Lipbaum of the year 2019, not a Professor Murray Lipbaum from the distant future. As I'm sure all of you will recall, on this stage last year, I told you that a version of myself from the future would deliver this year's keynote speech. Obviously, I did not, nor will I ever, complete a functioning time machine. Because if I did, the very first thing I would do is return to this moment to save myself from the crushing humiliation I now feel. Oh, I, thought, uh, I thought that might be me arriving a little late, but no, that's, uh, that's just someone coming into the keynote. In lieu of a speech, which I did not prepare because I assumed that my future self would bring one, I would like to take this time to apologize to certain of my colleagues. As I'm sure all of you will recall, I did quite a bit of trash talking at last year's conference. To Professors Berenger and Fukuyama, I offer my deepest regrets for claiming that my time machine would, and I quote myself, beat the living shit out of your pussy fusion generator. That fusion generator has proven a stunning success. Uh, it now provides half the world's energy. So congratulations to Professors 
Behringer and Fukuyama. I will also uh, have to back out of the doubles tennis match we scheduled, as I assumed that my partner would be my future self. To Professor Kleinschmidt, 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 and Professor Kleinschmidt. I would like to apologize uh, for what I said about your cloning machine. Obviously, it has been a success, unlike my time machine. And it was not, as I called it, a thick stack of fuck, nor is it a pile of fucking dog shit from a dog's ass. Congratulations, Professors Kleinschmidt. And finally, to Professor Fitzpatrick, I told you that the only way you would ever touch a Nobel Prize is if, and I quote myself here again, I hung one from my dick and let you suck my balls. You created a cure for cancer. Congratulations, Professor Fitzpatrick. And um, as I'm sure you've Heard. I've just begun chemotherapy for multiple cancers I acquired uh, during my very risky time travel experiments. Uh, and I'm just hoping that nothing I said will prevent me from being among the first to receive your miraculous cancer cure. I didn't really have a plan for how to end my speech. I assumed me and my future self would sing a karaoke duet of Summer Nights from Greece. I was planning on doing a sort of cute little bit with my future self over who would sing the Sandy part and who would sing the Danny part, but obviously that would not be appropriate. Oh, can you please, uh, <laughs> can you please shut that off? Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, okay. Um, I guess um, I'll just uh, get off the stage here and I'll, I'll see you around the... Oh my god, it's me from the future. Yes, it's me, Professor Murray Lipbaum from the future. I'm future Murray Lipbaum. That means I invented time travel. You can all suck my fucking balls. <gasps> hey, it's me here, future Murray Lipbaum, just letting you all know that you can suck my fucking nuts. You can suck my future nuts and you can suck my past nuts. Oh my god, we wrecked your shit. We built a damn time machine. Hey, it's me, past self Murray Lip. I'm just letting every single one of you dumb motherfuckers know that you can eat trash from my ass. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. We invented time travel. Okay, time to sing. Time to sing our damn song, okay? It's time to sing our song. You want to be the Danny or the, or the, or the, do you want to be Danny? I'll be Danny, okay? I'll be Danny, you be, um, Wendy or whatever the fuck, um, Sally, whatever. Olivia Newton-John. Okay, you take the first one, future lip balm. Okay, here we go. We are Professor Murray Lip Balm. Summer loving had me a blast. Summer loving happened so fast. I met a girl crazy for me. Met a boy 
cute as can be Summer days drifting away to Although summer nights Well, well, well I made a fucking time machine Fuck you all! Eat our fucking nuts! We are back on to that tennis match, Barringer and Fukuyama. We are going to wreck your shit, dude. This has been a Cigarette Sandwich Sketch Comedy Podcast mini-episode. Come back next week for more mini-episodes with mini-outros mini-mini-mini. And all the idiots will be back in June for full Big Daddy Sketchies. See you in the horrifying future. I love you.